0: So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today we're speaking to one of my close friends about well, you know what we're talking about, the reality of running a business and how sometimes it is a struggle, sometimes there are challenges. And if there's ever going to be a person that's going to get you out of your funk and change the way you see things, it's going to be this girl. She has a relentless mindset. But of course, it hasn't always been that way. And hopefully in this conversation, you're going to see that it's a choice that you make as to how you see the world, how you see yourself and how you use your mind to create the most positive impact possible and in a realistic way. So our conversation isn't going to be about where we are now. It's going to be about how Lilia has got there and the journey that she's been on so that you, when you're listening, can think, actually, this is possible for me too. So before we get stuck in, I'm going to let Lilia just say hello to you all, tell you a bit about herself, and then we'll get started. So hey, Lilia. Hi,
1: Sam. (laughs) Okay. Hello, everyone. So uh, I'm just going to point out that's my last name, though it's pronounced <laughs> properly. My name is Liliana Navarrete, and I am a transformational business coach for stressed out, overwhelmed um, coaches, consultants, service providers, and I help them create, package, and sell their high-end offers. And I do that through uh, a combination of subconscious work, which I think we're going to talk a lot about today, and um, a business strategy of high-end offers. That's me. <laughs>
0: Yay. Okay. And like I said, I'm so excited for us to have a chat because I think there's so much noise online now about all of the great things that are going on and all of the successful things. And there's not enough of the reality behind how people get there. And we see the quotes, you know, like don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 20, or don't look at the highlight reel. You know, there's so much more to the story, but when do we ever actually hear the story? You know, like who's actually talking about that? So I'm hoping that we can just have a frank conversation. And obviously we've had conversations like this before, but for people to just realize that there is so much that goes into having this relentless mindset, this positive attitude, you know, it's not easy. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of want to start with just asking you, from when you started out in business and you started out in the online space to where you are now if you could give people the picture of who Lilia was at the beginning and who she is now and and how you've got to this point, I think that'd be really useful for people.
1: Yeah, um, sure. So I think the first thing that came to mind as you said that phrase was that um, it's not a straight line. So if if you think like you were, you know, at the bottom of the mountain and I was climbing, 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 it's more of a like a a zigzag, almost kind of like a wave, you know, you go, you know, you go from down and up and then down again and then up again and then down again and then up again. So it's not real. It's not like I walked that, you know, that path. And now I'm here on top of that mountain. It's, it, it's not like that folks. <laughs> so, um, so there were different lilies for sure. Um, but I think that when I began the business and just to give you an idea, I started uh, my coaching journey back in 2016 Um, I quit my job in in December 2016, and so I really, really dove in, like seriously, made a decision and commitment. Said, okay, like putting all everything aside and all jokes aside, I've got to do it. That was in November 2017. So it took me about a year of like wobbling, and you know. Figuring it out and having a client here and there, Um, the online space. And when I really started, just like being super committed, began in November 2017. And so back then, I was a woman who thought silly of me. I thought that I could just work hard and take a ton of action, and I would absolutely make it to um, to like become a millionaire. Um, and so if you just think that you just got to work really, really, really hard and you just got to, you know, just take action and, and that's all, if that if you think that that's going to get you where you want to be, then you're wrong. Um, and that's actually good news. I think it's good news because um, we need to understand that it's not only about the hard work and it's not only about, you know, just taking actions. It's a, um, a lot about... Other things that hopefully we're going to uh, get into today, but what it does, or what what later on I figured out is that it gave me an opportunity to relax and breathe in a little bit and say, okay, there are other ways, um, you know, easier ways, uh, more pleasant ways to get where I need to go rather than just working really hard. And I think that um, when you just think that, okay, you know, it's like it's all depend, it all depends on me, which is a great mindset, right? But still like it all depends on me if i if i if i'm going to sit down and work like 10 15 hours a day and i'm going to really make all this take all these actions and i'm going to get there when you don't you get really disappointed and and then you make make a decision that you were doing something wrong that it like it all goes back to i am wrong somehow or i am not good enough or i'm not working hard enough or i'm not struggling hard enough it, so it all goes back down to you and i want you to understand that even even though you, you might get with this kind of mindset, you might get to, you know, to have a successful g- a business in order to grow and have a normal life alongside with it, because I promise you at some point you will want to have a normal life with your business. Mm-hmm. Um it- surmountable pressure so it's like it's like you walking up the mountain and you put like you have a a backpack of rocks and you put more rocks in there more rocks in there and more rocks in there and it becomes really 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 difficult so going back to your question I was um, very stressed out I thought that I could do it all on my own I thought that I just had to take actions I thought that I could just struggle I thought that I could just work really really hard And where I'm right now is I'm realizing um, that you probably hear my husband making an espresso right now because there's this noise of (laughs) grounding, grinding coffee. (laughs) That's that's behind the scenes for you guys. (laughs) Oh my God. We've gotten gotten some espresso grinding machine right now. Oh gosh. Oh, uh, anyways, so, uh, quarantine life now, yeah, but, um, yeah, so where I'm right now is that I understand what I, when I'm not getting where I need to go first and foremost, I'm checking, I guess, you know, who am I being and what am I feeling and where am I, you know, and, and in my work exactly where, what am I believing deeply? Where am I misaligned with all of that? Um, and I'm and I find and I try to find those blind spots that are not allowing me to see where I need to go, or to see what actions I need to take, or to see where I need to let go a little bit of control or uh, struggle or anything like this in order to move forward. So now it's a it's a, it's a lot of a, it's a it's a different um, ball game, right? It's rather than I have to do all of this and and have you know dark circles underneath my eyes that stretch to the chin, and it's more about. You know, who am I being and am I taking care of myself and, um, you know, how am I feeling and where is it all coming from before I even take an action? I hope that wasn't too complicated.
0: (laughs) Oh, and I actually really want to talk about that because I think definitely for the amazing women listening, and I know that we've both been in this situation, when you first start or when you haven't got to where your business is established or sustainable, you do have this feeling like there's a formula or there's a system that you're missing, or there's one way that you have to follow. And if you follow that way, you'll get clients and you make money. And there's almost like this secret method. And something I always try and encourage people in my community, and I know you do the same, is I almost force them to be intuitive. You know, like, I don't want to just give you an answer because that isn't always the only way. Like, what what is your intuition telling you? Do you want to launch for two weeks? Do you want to launch for two days? Like, do you want to use ads? Do you want to use lives? Like, do you want to do a webinar? You don't have to do all of the things. It's got to be what feels right for you. But I think it's so easy to fall into the trap of, but I don't know, I'm new to this. I don't know what, what my intuition is telling me. What if I get it wrong? What if it's not the right thing to do? What if it fails? What if I follow my instinct and then it doesn't work out? And then it's almost the fear of trusting ourselves isn't strong enough. And we just want like a, a simple solution. But I know we both know that that might get you a quick fix but it's not gonna get you a long-term result. How would you, and I know that this is something that you're, it's like your superpower, but how how do you get someone to, first of all, listen to the intuition, but secondly, to actually believe it and not worry that it's not the way someone else would do it or compare their intuition to someone else and, and just really be solid in knowing that it feels right for them, irrespective of the result?
1: yeah that's a great question I think before I dive into exactly the question of how do you get someone understand and listen to their intuition and know what the right answer and the right way for them is I've got to say this that business I think as any other area it's like there's so much to learn so as I tell my clients right now um, or have sat to those who were quite kind of in the beginning or like in the beginning stages, you just, there's no way out of it. You, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like going to college and learning, you know, a degree in business. You've got to learn copywriting. You've got to learn, you know, strategy. You've got to learn marketing. You've got, you've got to learn all of these things, client attraction, you know, sales. So I think that we are really, when I started out, at least I thought, I I wish somebody had told me that to have realistic expectations, that it's going to take time to learn all these things. Mm -hmm. So I want to say to your community that, uh, as I'm saying to my community as well, right? What I do is really different from what you do, right? So what my superpower is, is what I'm going to talk about is that, you know, the intuition of this thing, it's really, really important. But so I encourage my people to have, Um, someone supporting them in that area. And at the same time, simultaneously, someone who's supporting them in the learning of the business strategy. You can't go without. If you just learn the strategy, and if you just learn the tools and you don't know how to listen to yourself and you don't know how to get that inner voice um, tuned in, then you're going to be making all of these mistakes or that are very costly, by the way, or you won't know what action to take, or you will be expecting that recipe or that formula, you know, that nobody's going to give you essentially. And if you just do the mindset, and it's not even the mindset work really, but you don't know the basics of the marketing, the sales, you know, how to sell on the phone, how, what's the psychology of sales, how to write proper uh, proper posts, how to do Facebook lives, and all of these other things, then you also are at a loss, right? Because you, you've got to take action. You've got to know how to do this. So before I dive into intuition, I really want to to let people know that it takes time. So have realistic expectations that you've got to learn these things. Little by little, you can't learn everything at once. That's just, you know, we've been in business for several years with you and we're still learning consistently, right? Like there's still new things that we're learning. So it's gonna take time. And I'm going back to your original question. So what I want to say is that specifically for those uh, um, uh, for those of you who are listening, who've been doing a little bit of a mindset work, and you or a lot of the mindset work, and you're just really not getting those results, or you're not feeling like you can understand your own intuitive game, so to speak, right? What I want to say is that when we're just talking about mindset, is a bit scratching the surface, right? What we need to understand essentially that uh, what it comes down to how you get to listen to yourself and how you get to have this alignment when, um, when you know, when you, let me, let me give you an example so that everybody can understand it. So let's say somebody comes and tell you, you know, you just got to believe that you uh, you, you've got it, you know, that, you know, don't have the fear. you've got it. Don't, don't be afraid to be seen, don't be afraid to be judged. Just, you know, use the affirmation to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm worthy of it. I'm, I'm deserving of it. Now, all of this like mindset stuff and inside of you, you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we all know that when we can write this in our journal and we can, you know, like, uh, meditate on it, but there's it's something doesn't click inside, right? We all know what it's done. And so here's the thing that I all want you to understand. Essentially it all comes down to our belief system. And there's a lot of people who throw this word around. And I want you to check your beliefs, check your beliefs, check your beliefs. When I say your belief system, I'm going back to like psychology, I guess, you know, epigenetics and like all these type of things. So what I want you to understand is when you were like anything that happened before you were 7 year old your conscious mind wasn't understanding it at all you you heard something as a child you you saw something as a child you made a meaning about something as a child and that imprinted in your brain as a belief right i'll give you an example um you five, you i don't know you 3 years old your mom is about to come and hug you Your mother's everything for you in the world. The phone rings. She turns around, walks away to pick up the phone. The three-year-old goes, "Oh my god, my mom was about just to hug me, and now she walks away. She something must be wrong with me, or I'm bad, or I'm not good enough to be hugged." That's it. Like that is the belief, right? That gets imprinted. And basically, what happens later down the road? That if we use this mindset of like, um, you know, you know what to do, you've got, you know, just what what feels good for you, you're worthy and deserving, and all of the rest of the things. But you have that. Inside of your body, you know, that stems from a three year old. That's like, here, my, my, co- my coffee just arrived, by the way. Um, that you heard five minutes ago, <laughs> you're making. Um, but, um, um, so going back to that three year old, right? So, like, when we, so basically, going back to your question, what I'm saying is that we need to find out what those beliefs are and we need to remove them so that you get this inside feeling of okay yes i am worthy oh yeah i can feel it it like, resonates in my body does that make sense yeah. so when we go back into like how do you understand that intuitively this is the right thing for you to do well we've got to understand first and foremost when you do all of these things you know what are you thinking about it what are you feeling about this action what are you um, what are you believing about yourself in this action and then even that belief always stems down from something deeper so it's not a simple question that you ask so basically i guess what i'm saying is that you've got to do the work that actually is is very individual so you've got to find out what are your negative set of beliefs that right now are not allowing you to listen to your intuition and not allowing that to that for that intuition to come through Because there's this negativity that stems down from something, you know, that happened when you were a year old or two years old or something like this. So it's not who you are, but we think about it as, as who we are. It's what you've learned, what you've learned when you were that child. And so... To connect the two questions, the first and the second one that you had, the big difference between that Lilia that began in 2017 and that Lilia now is that I've done a lot of subconscious work where I had to dig out those little things, you know, that were making me working really hard or that were making me struggle, that were making me doing all these things and sacrificing my sleep and my relationship and my, uh, you know, diet and my health and my routine, all of that to try to create success, right? So, you go back into subconscious of thinking or believing things like, you know, I'm not experienced enough or, you know, who am I to do this or or money doesn't grow in tree, or we're poor, my family's poor, I am poor and all, all of these other things that we don't really normally think about in a day-to-day basis, right? You don't wake up, you know, in the morning and go, oh, I'm poor, right? You don't think about that, but that's something that was ingrained. So finding that out for you, particularly what that is, removing that essentially, and then installing a positive belief, and then using an affirmation that will confirm that belief. That's what works. Because the the really dangerous part is when we start saying, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> when we start saying things like, um, you know, I've got to do... Uh, you know i've got to do this this but how do you want you know how do you want to put yourself out there i'm going to do use the facebook ads, but i'm scared if it's gonna it's not going to work out you know because i don't know how to how to do it because i'm not experienced enough and all the rest of things so if you start using the mindset that's the positive mindset just banging it into your head um what happens is that the way that you experience am i being too complicated by the way is that clear so far
0: yeah totally
1: Okay, so right now, the way that you experience and putting yourself out there, right being seen and heard and making money let 's put it this way because this is this is the, the most you know the, the common concerns how do I make money? how do I be powerfully seen and heard you know and, and uh, without being judged so right now, how you feel about being seen and heard in the environment in business and making money is one way right so let's say that you are um, what, is the, what is the common concern of you folks? It would be easier for me to do this example. What's the common concern? How do I make money? How do I?
0: Oh, yeah, I would say, how do I make this work? Like, how, how do I actually get myself into this field of being successful? Okay. And what's the biggest fear? That it's not going to work. Okay. That they won't, they won't make an impact. People won't follow them. They're not going to you know, break the social media circle, that kind of thing.
1: Okay. Really interesting. So right now then, if you if your concern is that, that I'm going to put myself out there, right? I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do all these lies. I'm going to put, put, put all those posts and nobody will comment. Nobody would care. Right? So it's like, it's essentially the, what's the, it's the fear of, I'm going to put it out there. It's not going to work. What would that mean about me? Right? So it, it'll mean that I suck. Probably right. Nobody cares about me. I'm I'm this you know I'm this invisible person. You know somebody else is smarter. I, I must be doing something wrong. All of these other things. So what I wanted to understand, whoever's I was listening is, is that when you start just like uh, trying to convince yourself that yes, I you know I've got this. I've got to do this. Um, and you use these affirmations, and meditations, or anything like that. What you are doing essentially with your mind, is you hammering down the way that you experiencing what happens to you and how does it, 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 doesn't work. So right now your success or the lack of success looks like I'm putting it out there and nobody's watching, nobody's commenting, right? So that's how, that's the result that you are experiencing. This is the things that you are experiencing, right? Based on your beliefs, so if you just start try to convince yourself otherwise, right, and try to do things otherwise without figuring out where this, the the deep issue lies and why you think like this in the first place, then you'll be just hammering down the picture of this is how it's gonna how it's gonna work. So essentially, if we think about manifesting, you're manifesting more of what you have right now, even if you use all of these positive things. That wasn't the original question that you asked, but I I thought that was it's really important to understand that if you just if you don't. If you just do the you know, like scratching the surface without, without finding out what's not letting you um, go out there and do what you need to do, what's, what's driving the, the doubts, what's driving the concerns, what's driving the fears, what's the core issue, then you will never get into the place when you can feel your intuition say, okay, this is a, a good way to go or this feels really aligned with me, right? Or this feels really good with the lifestyle that I want to live and the goals and the values that I have, right? It'll always be like, I just need this magic formula Mm -hmm. because the driving force is some kind of a limitation that's dictating to you to be doubtful, to be fearful, to, you know, to have concerns. And I think one of the best ways I heard it described was, how do you see what your beliefs are? How do, you, how, do you, you know, how, how do you see this in normal life? A, see what results you're currently experiencing in your life. So anything that's happening in your life, especially in business results, that it's the reflection of your beliefs. And also, what are your common complaints? What are your common complaints in business that are also stemming down from your beliefs? I'm going to stop myself there and let you ask another question because I can go.
0: Uh, I, I, I could listen forever. <laughs> It's so true, though, because I think even having this conversation is refreshing for people because it's, it's not something that people have access to unless they are looking for it because they don't know that it's deeper, you know, because so many coaches, of course, uh, and me included, because it's not my area, you know, the beliefs in the subconscious mind would talk about the things that we can create positive outcomes from. So if you're on the internet and you're looking for solutions, you'd always look for the, the quickest, most effective solution. You wouldn't know to look deeper because you never have before. So I think even having a conversation now where people are just sitting and listening and thinking, okay, well, what happened when I was 17 and my first boyfriend did X, Y, and Z, or, you know, oh, I didn't even think about that time that I was 10 and I fell off my bike and my dad told me that I need to just get up and carry on. You know, they'll just start to have these thoughts because no one associates, and this is the other thing, it makes me sad. And I know that you're the same because it's not how you run your business, but it makes me sad when people have this thought that, You can't be yourself in your business because it's not what everyone else is seen to be doing. So they're looking at people that are already successful and they think, Oh, but you know, they're already on their holidays and they're already, you know, creating this life. I don't want to share me in my bedroom without an office, or I don't want to share me having to have a job and run my business. I don't, I don't want to share all of these things I could be judged for. I don't want to share all of these, the the human side of of running a business. And Mm -hmm. I think the next thing that I really want want you to talk about is we're all so scared of making a decision and changing our mind because Mm -hmm. we worry that when we change our mind, it means we failed or it means people will think that we have failed or we haven't, stuck to our word or you know, whatever it might be. And, and even, for example, like we're recording this and, and you're hearing it a bit later, but of course you will have all lived through this as well with the, like the coronavirus. A lot of entrepreneurs and coaches have had to make big decisions to cancel events and move things virtual or move dates and reschedule. And even that, even in that situation, when it's out of our control, we feel scared to change. We feel scared to have to make that decision because it's going against what we said we would do, when you're starting out and you think, oh, I want my brand to be black and white and I want to help people with mindset. And then six months later, you're like, actually, I love the color blue and I really want to focus on confidence. And then a year later, you're like, actually, I really love the color green and I want to talk about money. This idea that change means that you failed. What would you say? And again, I've really beaten around the bush there to get to the point, but yeah, I, I <laughs> love everything that you're talking about. But what would you say in that situation, someone that's scared to change their decision without worrying that it means or reflects badly on them for changing?
1: So there are several things that I want to say. Number one is, uh, I love it, it's that change is the only certain thing that that is in the world. If you are in the business, you just might as well just embrace it point blank. That's That's going to be, it's just a normal thing in business. But when it comes to subconscious mind, I want to say that um very important to understand um that it's not you so we all we're all comprised of different parts of us. It's a it's a it might be a new concept to all of you or, or whoever's listening, it might be a new concept, but it, we're all comprised of different parts. And so there's, it's not you, just one you, but there's a part of you that's scared of change, and I'm gonna hammer down this idea. So this is a writer down, and take a pen and a paper, and then write it down for yourself, and stick it somewhere, and remember that, that when p- one part of you is scared of anything, is as so that's part is essentially what is it doing? It's sabotaging you because you already intuitively you going into this, you're understanding that you need to do it, but you're scared. That part of you that's scared. Is trying to protect you from something. So that part always has a good good and positive intention. You guys have no idea how many multiple seven-figure, multiple six-figure, seven-figure entrepreneurs that were like fighting with each other. Like Like they were fighting with their parts. Like, oh, I know I've got to do this. But like, I'm so like, I'm so stupid for like, just not doing it. I just, I'm just going to go and do it. Like, why am I even talking about it? And that is wrong. That's the wrong way of approaching this. Because if you are fighting or in war within your own, with your own parts, who wins?
0: Mm. Nobody
1: wins. It's a loss. It's a loss game. Right? So you've got to understand that that part who's saying right now, I'm scared of change because essentially what you're scared of is what would people think about you? You're scared of judgment, right? And it also stems down from beliefs. So when you're scared of judgment and what would people think and what would that mean about me, right? And how it would confirm, the, in fact, my own belief about the fact that I am, and then, you know, feel the blank. That's all you're scared about. You're scared of confirming the fact that you actually are or not good enough, for example, or that you were, you know, a scammer or you're a bad person or lying. That's what you're scared about. So sit down, write down for yourself, uh, just like a simple exercise that you could do. Write down for yourself, okay, this part, like, and and speak about and it. It might really crazy, but this is what I do with clients, right? Actually imagine this part like in front of you as if it was like represented by an image or uh, a different version of you who is scared of change. And then literally, like I call it, it's called dissociating in our, in my practice, literally ask that part, what are you protecting me from? What's the positive intention of me not changing? And that part will probably say the positive intention is not, you know, get bad comments, not being judged, not being, you know, thrown tomatoes at. So what is this it's trying to do? It's trying to keep you safe. So the the key to come out from this situation is be grateful. So say, thank you, that there's a part of you that's protecting you for being thrown tomatoes at or rotten tomatoes at, right? For, for trying to keep you safe. And once you do that gratitude and reconciliation, then only then can you say, okay, well, what are all the positive things of me taking the change? On making that change, and then you can do all the positive things for yourself, and say, "Okay, I'm actually willing to take the step to the positive change, but I'm respecting the part of me who's trying to keep me safe." What we're doing as human beings is, is you know, self-criticizing, self-loathing, you know, shaming and blaming ourselves, and it's not going to get you anywhere that's thing number that's not that's thing number 2 so number 1 is just as a strategy business will always change it will always change it's always changing i mean think about algorithms and you know facebook and instagram and all of this other and, you know the the new you know the 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 things things the new things that are now popular the ideas that this and that everything will always change For you to change, you have to embrace all parts of you, the ones that are scared of change and the ones that are not scared of change. Reconcile them and then move forward. And then three, um, many of you might not know, but I actually began as a health coach. So I began as a health coach, then I got more education. I changed into, like, I, I remember calling myself a fierceness coach who would start working with that. Then I moved into, like, so I got into all of this transition then I moved into business coach. Then I said, okay, no, I'm not really a business coach. I'm a transformational business coach because, you know, the the outcomes that I work with people are mostly resulted with business, but I do very different work. I, I barely do strategy work, right? And then I changed my niche like 5,000 times, you know, and it's okay. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a process. It's a, that, well, you learn more, you know, you, you invest more, you have more coaches, you have more mentors, you do more programs, you learn more, you work with more clients. You realize a lot more what you like, what you, who your clients are, what they actually want and you change and that's fine. So that I'm going to finish there. And um, the last thing to say about, um, what you said about like people, you know, giving you quick advice and, you know, living the best lives on the internet. I think one of the things that I, I keep telling my audience, um, and things that I personally don't like doing, it's just like, I have this thing that I don't like doing and I don't like giving advice because of the nature of my work. Um, because I know that if there's something within you that needs tweaking, so there's something within you on the subconscious level that needs to be rewired, then I can give you, you know, my entire journey of business, I can give you every single step that I took, and none of that will work for you. Because what I went through, and when I had to, to, you know, to let go, and the things that I had to work on might be different from yours. So it's for me, it's like, you know, why do I need to give you Tylenol, not for to give an advertisement, but why do I need to give you a painkiller for your toothache when you need your tooth removed? That kind of a thing, you know? So just be wary about um, taking on too much advice. That's why I love personal work so much. I'm sure your clients can relate when they work with you personally. It's a different bowl game entirely, yeah. right? When you, start, when, you start, when you start actually working on you personally because we're all so different. And I also say that business is an extension of you. So you, you are the main player. Whatever is happening with you is what's going to happen in the business essentially.
0: Yeah. So true. Oh my god, I love that as well. About the fact that it's true. There's no point seeking advice when actually what you need to do is take action on the problem rather than just try and you know put a plaster on top of it.
1: Yeah, and and what the problem is, Sam, and I'm sure you can relate, and your and your audience can relate too, is that we sometimes don't know what the problem is. We just we we don't we don't we don't we don't know what we want. We don't know what the problem actually is. Like I've seen so many people figuring out that the problem that they have is we're going to call it quote unquote mindset, right. Or beliefs. Like the problems is, the problem is that I, I don't feel well. I'm all, I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. I'm, I'm overwhelmed and this, but I'm going to go and invest in another marketing training. Why? It's like I have, you know, it's like I have my stomach hurts, but I'm going to go and get a facial. Like <laughs> It's that like, why do we do that? You know? So I would definitely urge if you have, if you know, for those of you who are listening, sit down and figure out what the problem is first and foremost, and then find a solution for that problem.
0: Yeah, totally. My next question, well, this is probably going to be the final one before we kind of do thoughts on where we are, because I really want to give this the time that it deserves. And I know that you're going to give such a good answer. I definitely know I've done this. So I know that the majority of people listening will have done this too. I have placed my worth on how my business performs. So I'll give an example. When things work in my business, I'm like, great. You know, this is really good. Everything's going really well. If something goes wrong in business, which of course it does, I take it personally as in I I'm a bad person, or I have done something wrong, or I, I blame myself. I, I really become my own worst enemy, but mm. essentially the business that I've, I've built is not on me as the friend, me as the wife, me as the sister, me as the auntie, like me as just my normal weird self. I haven't built, my business isn't built on all of that, but when things don't go right or go the way that I wanted, I immediately question myself. I don't detach. And I'd love for you to give some support to all of the women listening on how, how can we make sure that, you know, the women that come into business now or are starting out or, you know, becoming established, don't place their own self-worth on the results of their business.
1: I'm gonna give you a short answer and a, and a prolonged answer. So the short answer would be work on your beliefs because your worth and, and the, the fact that you're placing your worth on your business or the results that you're having is pure beliefs based, that's it. So that's a simple question. So work on your beliefs or answer. The long answer is that, uh, the long answer. <laughs> How do you not, how do you not do that? Um, how do you not do that? I think it's, um, it's, it's going back to my short answer. So if you find out, right. So find out where, so find, there's no other, honestly, like I, I can't lie. There's no other way around it, honestly, Sam. So I'm just going to say the truth. Find a practitioner who's going to help you find out where in time you've imprinted that, where. Where did it happen in your in, a, in a, the hundred percent always happened in childhood? Where did it happen in childhood where you made a connection and meaning that what you do and the results that you have means something about you and that might stem down from from an example from a, um, if you were raised in a family where you were rewarded for good behavior or rewarded for like good grades in school and you were punished when you were doing something wrong, for example, right? So I was raised in a family like that, right? So if you have a good grade, you're a good girl. If you behave and you do what you were told, you're a good girl. And if you're not, you're a bad girl. You're bad and you're not going to watch, you know, cartoons and you're not going to get dessert and you're not going to get that. So we then make a meaning that any external results that we create it means that we're worthy. We're worthy, we're good, we're deserving, we're, we're great. If anything doesn't work out and it's the wrong thing, then we're bad people. That's all it is. So again, I guess my if I were just to make you all feel good, then I would just want to say and, and install that belief in you, that it's not you. It is what you've been taught. That's it. You were taught like this. Uh, the patterns of behavior were created. The patterns of your thinking were created. And how you felt about yourself were created. And you were literally just taught a process. So, yeah. So the easiest way of letting go of it is finding someone who can do the work when they'll find that a regional, original imprint. I call it in my work original belief imprint. Where was the And then create a different meaning around it. Create a different meaning. Raise it, you know. Create a new neural pathway, and then grow your back so that you feel different about yourself. And then only then do we create empowered action steps where where it's habitually going to change the patterns that you've been repeating for decades of your life. But know this, and this is something that saved me from like you know full blown depression back back in the days when I was doing all of this work on myself with with my coaches. Was that I felt really relieved. When I finally found out that, oh, actually nothing was wrong with me because I remember I was taking a whole bunch of different courses and and I wanted to do all these things and I was so determined. I'm like a high action taker, all of these things. And it still wasn't working out for me. And I was blaming myself. And it's really damaging to us when we do that. So when I finally got into this work and somebody was doing this work with me, it felt like a ton of weight got off my shoulder because I finally realized, oh my God, nothing is wrong with me. Like it was a you know an epiphany for me, so nothing is wrong with you you're out, you were born absolutely like it's your birthright to be happy, it's your birthright to enjoy life, to have joy, to have abundance and prosperity. It's your birthright, we
0: and that though so quickly, like even just saying that, sorry to interrupt, but we forget that we were born. Like, as yeah. a, I know that sounds so we forget that we were born and we were a baby and we were this innocent little thing that had the whole world ahead. We forget that. Like just as you said that, you know, you're born to enjoy life. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like I forgot I was a baby once. And I just, this little thing that was just here to live my best life. And then along the way, you're so freaking right. Along the way, life throws so much your way that is out of your control out of your control as a child you are not in control of these things and then as an adult we're like oh yeah well you know every man will leave me or everyone will die or every all of these things will happen but then we forget like even just as you said that now I've had a bit of a moment where I just thought I was a baby too like I'm still just like here to be happy yeah,
1: yeah. One of the one of the reframes that I do with clients when we go and we find that imprint and when we're ready to let go, one of the reframes techniques that I use is I ask them to imagine a field filled with babies from all ethnicities and race and, and like all, you know, at that age when they had that imprint. And then I had them in their mind walk around the field and like peer in each and every single eyes of those babies. And then I'm going to ask them like, tell me which one of those babies don't deserve to, or are not worthy of, or like a bad. And they go none. And I was like, exactly <laughs> none. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, so, but then we need to, you know, it's and then we go and in, imprint that in a little baby of themselves and, and it just, it changes, it changes, it just changes your world. Like it's, it, you know, you you then go, you just feel, it feels really easy. It feels like, I, for me, it felt like a mountain on my shoulders. So that's the short and the long answer. Just, believe, just remember that it's your birthright. Oh, I got, I feel like you got frozen. Okay, you got it back. <laughs> You know I mean? <laughs> remember that it's your birthright and um and and just you know and work on that and work on your subconscious it's it, it you know it's it's been scientifically proven Yeah, but I agree with you that when you said that people don't know it's not an information that's like easily available you know and marketing wise it's been one of my biggest struggle let's change the world it's been one of my biggest challenges how to communicate it in a proper way, right? Because if people don't really know, they're not aware of these things. And I feel like it's um, a big disservice that we don't talk a lot more about it because it's such an easy fix for like all of your problems. Mm.
0: Um,
1: But, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? People, it's so important, but it's not something that we know we should be looking for. No,
1: I had no idea until I started. um, I'm going to go to another room. But until, until I started this work, I had no idea this even existed. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. And when, you know, and when other people were telling me, you know, just, just do this or just just start thinking like this or just do that. And when, at some point I remember one of my clients once told me, she was like, okay, great, Lilia. Like when we found the problem, she's like, what the F do I do with it? And you know, it's like, i you know, I get, I get what's wrong. I get that I'm not doing it. I get that I need to change it, but how do I change it? And that's, that's the frustration that I see with people is when, when you do all this work and, you know, and I am here meditating, you know, journaling, affirmations, doing all the business stuff. Like I'm doing all the right things. Why isn't it working? That's, if you've hit that, like, that's when you know that it's, it's deeper than, than everything else. And the truth is, is that some people, were raised in in really good families and really functional families with amazing mothers and fathers who were not that my mom and dad are not amazing but like you get what I'm saying right it's yeah 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 they were raised in, in families where it was love and peace and you know do what you want kind of thing and go experience the world and and they were communicating the proper way I wasn't you know my family wasn't like this so I just got to do the work it's It is, it's just what it is, right? You've done your share of work as well for yourself.
0: So I'm sure Sure. you will. I definitely, I would say the same as you though, that there's still so much to do. And the more that you do, the more you uncover. And I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not where I was, but there's still, the more you create, the more you have to do. I think as well, that's the other thing. People think that when you get to six figures or, you know, whatever it is that you're looking at and striving for, that everything's going to be great. It's actually harder because yeah. there's so much more that comes up. You know, this is, and I know it's the same for you, like with your family, but this is new territory for me. I've never been a business owner. I've never created a business. I've never had financial freedom. I've never been in this this life. So now it's like rewriting all of those beliefs, you know, am I worthy? Will this last? Will this all disappear? You know, so I think it's, that's why I'm so passionate about this conversation because I think there's never going to be a point that people don't need to recognize that there's always something else that we can do to better ourselves. Like we never become this finished, polished person. There's there's more we can, we can create. And I think, to be honest with you, I feel like we need a part two. Yeah, me too. I also
1: got to say, based on what you were saying right now, I also wanted to say something that made me relax a lot is that, and I want to say to all of you guys who are listening, you have an opportunity to stop at a place where you want to be. You don't have to be multimillionaires. Like if you don't have to, you can become a multiple six figure business and that's the life that you want to live. But when we are, you know, when we are searching or chasing for this idea, like I want to be this, like you, you have the right and permission to stop where you want to stop. Because it's true. In order to get to that multiple seven seven figure business and be super successful, there are, there's a lot that's involved with it.
0: Fine. You know, and there's
1: a lot of more releasing and a lot more of letting go and a lot more of shedding. And I guarantee you right now, the person who you are going to be running that business and the person who you are right now are two very different people. I'm
0: so glad you so, said that. I was thinking that. That's exactly what I was thinking. You're never going to be the same person. You're never going to be the same.
1: So there's always going to be a lot more letting go, a lot more shedding, a lot more, you know, transforming, a lot more kind of like... not even transforming. I, I think it's more about... It's more about... Imagine yourself as like an onion, and you were already, it's like, you don't have to become anyone. You were born this way. We talked about the birthright. You were born this way. So your life journey is to go back to that original you mm-hmm. to shed and peel off the layers of everything that you were taught and, and, you know, behaviors and beliefs that you were given that you had no control of. Cause we don't have a conscious mind pretty much developed until we're seven. So all of that was just given to you You were just like a, you know, an empty record and everybody came in and they wrote down whatever they thought they wanted, you know, they, they, they thought were true about the world and people and and business and money and then personalities and whatnot. And then you just inherited that. So your job is to rewire all of that back to the original you. And the truth of the matter is that again, we, we, you know, we're all worthy. We're all deserving of everything, of a huge abundance and joy and happiness and, and, you know, that's it abundance in all areas and that means money that means relationship that means love that means health that means it's it's any any uh, life area it's not just one it's all life areas and you know you know when you've got to work on your beliefs when Sam, we just talked about it in the very beginning before we started you know that something is off when your business is okay but everything else is falling apart your health is falling apart your relationship is falling apart you know you're Finances are falling apart. Like, you know that something is off. It doesn't have to be one area. You, something is off when one area is good and everything else is struggling. That means that you're creating success in this area at an expense of everything else. Mm. So that's also limiting. I tell people, you know, when you have a limiting belief, when you think either or, either or, or when you think I can have this, but, or I can have this if, these are all limiting things. Mm-hmm. So that stems down from from a core limiting belief, remove that essentially, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can have both and this and this.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, well, I want to ask all of you something. So obviously, when this goes out, I want to do a part two, but I want to check that they want a part two. So I'd actually love <laughs> for you to, when you listen to this to just screenshot and tag both of us. And if you do want a part two where we go into this in a bit more detail about beliefs and what that stands for and who we are and who we can become, then I'd love to go into that. So definitely do that. And I'll leave your Instagram handle in there so people can obviously share with both of us and I'll put your website. And then I would love to hear from you that are listening. If this is something you want, you know, me and Lily are more than happy to have another conversation. (laughs) So (laughs) but honestly, I'm so thankful that you've been here and, and shared with us and given so many insights. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me in, Sam. Thank you. You're welcome. Running a business can be hard and running a business alone as a solopreneur is even harder. If you are fed up of figuring it out on your own, making mistakes and struggling alone, trying to learn as you go, taking one step forward and feel like you take two steps backwards, there is always more that we can learn together the BMA is the place for you I'm extending a warm invite for you to join the place for female entrepreneurs to support and empower one another to seek high-level coaching and mentorship from me and to have access to invaluable resources templates and worksheets for you to succeed scale your businesses and grow together as an affordable low investment every month the BMA couldn't be more perfect for you The Bold Moves Academy is focused at coaching female entrepreneurs in what they need most to accelerate their business and make the progress they deserve. Building a successful business doesn't have to be lonely, and it certainly doesn't have to be complicated. I can't wait to see you inside the BMA today.